The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Head over to the brand new friendoshop.com and get your latest Friendo merchandise. While you're there, use code FRIENDOFRIDAY to get 20% off. And don't forget to pick up don't interrupt the game t-shirt right now friendoshop.com hey friendo steve here hey lars and welcome back going in raw the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here youtube.com forward slash steve and larson and wherever podcasts can be found of course every day when we do one of these Let's say every day, every day that we do one of these, uh, we do it live on the Twitch and on the YouTube. So be sure to subscribe over at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you're watching right now live, hit that subscribe button. Hey, do us a favor, everybody over there at YouTube. James Tyler, I'm looking at you. Hit that like button. Uh, if you're uh, also, we record live on the Twitch as well. So if you're a fan of the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. If you're yep. listening to us in the audio realm, though, if you're listening to the sound of my voice right now. Hit that. Uh, give us a five star rating, please. Yes, review. You know, Reviews are good too, that, right? Review. A review is great. A review would be awesome because it really helps us grow the show here at Going In Raw. Indeed. Let me see if I can pull up a review here really quick oh, on today's show. While I do that, oh man, we got a brand new member here on YouTube too. WTM. Thank you very much. WTM. Thank you, WTM. So uh, uh, on the show today, of course, we're going to be talking about all things Monday Night Raw from uh -huh. last night, the yeah. Raw after Survivor Series. Uh, we got a couple returns. We got a couple, uh, like we got a blow-off match. We had... Maybe two. Uh, maybe two blow-offs. Maybe. Well, yeah, that one's a little bit more suspect. I know what you're talking about. We'll talk about that on the show. We also have some news for you guys, including some possible heat. Oh, Heat. Oh my gosh, the heat, heat Larson. Uh, following war games from that main event. Uh, and also, we've got some scrapped plans. You know, nobody has really asked what was next for CM Punk. Well, now we might know what would have been next had Brawl Out not been the case. Mm -hmm. Check out this review Ooh. from Craw Install or Crawl Install. Crawl Install. 
Says, been listening for a few years, probably five or so at this point. My favorite podcast for wrestling by a mile. These guys are informative and entertaining. Accusations. False accusations. Maybe. Those sound like compliments. That's too much. Informative and entertaining, that's that's too heavy of a burden to carry. Really? That's that's that, that's too much pressure? The expectations I, are high to be both informative and entertaining? Is it one or the I, other? I, I like it. I like it better. Like, these guys exist. These guys talk. These Rest guys are better than silence. Don't you? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways. Uh, so, uh, some quick uh, reminders here this weekend. It's going to be kind of silent. No pay-per-views yeah, this weekend. No pay-per-views this month that will be streaming. But then the next week, we've got ACW Action Coast Wrestling. Larson and I's brand. This is a real wrestling promotion that we purchased. Money was exchanged. We obtained. Well, no physical cash. No. Right. No. A match was had, and then we we obtained ownership that Signed way. Signed papers, and then, it, yeah, there's some ex- some electronic stuff happened and then yeah it wasn't Joe like a, we, we walked in with a briefcase full of cash no oh i did that earlier in the day that did happen oh, yeah wow. i don't know if you checked our business account lately but that happened um so december 10th the first show the first action coast wrestling show here in sacramento under new ownership mm-hmm. under our ownership mm-hmm. best ownership to be determined uh resurgence that's the name of the show how yes. dramatic is that super. resurgence super big deal so if you're in the northern california area or really anywhere across the globe you still have time to buy a plane ticket and get your butt over to sacramento for action coast wrestling resurgence that's exciting yeah uh also exciting uh scrapped plans for cm punk yeah (laughs) possibly maybe this sounds like it might have been kind of cool it could have been yeah so on a recent appearance of uh the sessions renee paquette's podcast stokely hathaway revealed that the firm was slid to work with cm punk following all out of course brawl out happened so didn't come to pass this is what stokely had to say these transcripts come to you from wrestling observer quote who we are supposed to directly feud with is no longer in the company i'll take a moment there to pause because i think that might be the first public uh, uh comment on the record from anybody within AEW about cm punk status with the company so yeah you're right you're absolutely right uh and and part of me was like, am I burying the lead by not saying punk confirmed out? But that's been like so overused yeah. that I thought mm-hmm. this angle was a little bit more interesting in terms of like what we're focusing on. Maybe. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. No, this is the seemingly is confirmation. This dude's no longer in the company. Yeah. Uh, Stokely continues, quote, that is one thing I was looking forward to because I was hand chosen for that role. I'm just going to say it. I don't know the specifics if people are choosing sides or whatever, but for me, the fact that CM Punk said, hey, I want to work with this guy that holds a lot of weight and means a lot regardless of what has happened, what will happen. Um, And so Stokely also talked about how the firm's plans have changed following what happened at Brawl Out and apparently CM Punk not being in the company anymore. Quote, everyone in the group is trying to do their best and we're trying to figure out how to make this work because the original purpose isn't the purpose anymore. So it's like, what do you do? Things are slowly gearing up. It's just going to take a few weeks. With the way wrestling is nowadays, I get it. First first impressions are everything, but it's a little bit difficult to change people's minds. Most people don't want to see Picasso work on his painting. They just want to see the shit done. That's the phase we're in. We're working on it, but people don't want to see it worked on. They want to see the finished product. Um, I mean, definitely with words. It, Stoke, Stokely has such a great way. Oh with yeah, words, doesn't yeah. It? Nobody wants to see Picasso <laughs> work on his thing. They, they want to see the shit done. Um, That's good. It it you know and and 
seemingly going back to when Punk hurt his foot initially after a double or nothing, it seems to have a cascading effect from a creative standpoint where a lot of stories seemingly had to get reconfigured, had to be shelved, something. And it seems like there's been a lot of catch-up work being done to try to find ways to make things work. And we see that with the firm. Like, they weren't on TV for a number of weeks after All Out. Or if they were, it was sparingly. And then Ethan Page was in the Eliminator Tournament. And it's like, I'm going after the belt. And, you know, seemingly... So I kind of wonder how much of the the MJF Mox thing would have maybe been similar had it been MJF Punk. So I'm a, that would have been the feud. Would have been MJF Punk going into full gear for the title. Yeah, um, right. And Punk would have lost the belt to MJF there. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, would would the overall story be from Punk's perspective the same as it was from Mox's? As in. You can't, you can't, well, and, and also from Regal. I mean, I think Regal's main gist was you can't do this yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah, right. You know, and until you can, you can't really be a villain. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, and and Mox was like, I want to pull something out of you that I haven't seen before. Because mm-hmm. what I've seen before, I'm not really worried about. Yeah. And MJF going into that match saying, I want to win this the right way, which of course is always a setup for he's going to let, let your guard down so I have more opportunities to cheat. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're doing that expertly right now in Impact. Um, so let's rewind. The poker chip deal was at All Out. Yes, That's when MJ that was going to happen. That return. was yeah. That was that so was that happened regardless. Yeah, and then Brawl Out happened. But had it not happened, uh, Punk with the championship, MJF probably like you said, still cashing at full gear. He has the backing of the firm. <clears throat> I just I just don't know what the uh, and in the meantime I guess the firm would have been feuding with CM Punk, but the firm would have been with MJF. And I would imagine that Regal wouldn't have been involved whatsoever. I'm just trying to wrap my head around like I mean, look, we're just speculating here and doing a little bit of I guess fantasy booking, but like why the big when Mox Punk wanted it wanted it uh, at at all out. And then, and then, what was it? It was, uh, and then it was, it was full game. When did Mox win that title? Uh, they vacated forbidden it. Forbidden Door. He beat Tanahashi. And then they did the they did the Forbidden Door. That's one. Okay. Yeah. They had a okay. tournament to determine who would face Tanahashi to be the interim okay. champ. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know why one would have worked and not the other. But I guess, you know, with, with Mox being tied up trying to win the title at that point, maybe that just changed plans altogether. But I don't know why they would have had to have done that. I don't know. It, it, it'd be interesting to learn more about the creative process. We say that all the time in wrestling because we just yeah. don't know. Yeah. But no, you can totally understand. Regardless, they felt the need to change plans. And and yeah, the firm got a little bit mixed up in the shuffle there. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, hopefully if what he's saying is true, we can look forward to because, look, we were just talking about this off camera on our pre-show. Um, the firm has talent. Oh yeah, Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, W. Morrissey. I'm not like huge on the Gun Club, but whatever. They're making a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. They can get heat, I guess. Um, and then Stokely, of course, they've got talent. Oh yeah, and so I'm looking forward to seeing them actually be utilized. Now, one thing. Now, maybe you'll still be inserted into this because you've you've mentioned this, and I'm a bit more bearish on it. 
But the idea that Starks beat Page, Starks is going to be taken on MJF at Winter is Coming, is Page and the firm going to get involved in this somehow, some way? That's a distinct possibility. Um, and to be honest with you, I hope it does because I want to see Page be elevated because they need to make a couple new stars that mm-hmm. are sort of, I mean, Page isn't really AEW homegrown, but he's also not an ex-WWE guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they sort of need more of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so no, and I think the firm, like I said, the firm has tons of talent. I mean, W. Morrissey has not had a match, I don't think. Not on TV, no. Yeah, um, and that needs to change because he was doing phenomenal work at Impact. He really was. So, uh, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, hopefully, you know, they, they do something cool with the firm. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, and interesting to, to see that that was the case. And, and the idea that CM Punk recognized, hey, Stokely, he's got something going here. Let's work with these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, top to bottom, excluding the gun club, got a lot of great pieces there. Even CM Punk had a match with, C, uh, with uh, Moriarty during his, his year's year-long run. So, you know, he recognized. And I think a lot of those guys that Punk was having matches with was guys that he was choosing to have matches yeah, with. Yeah, that, 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 that was my feeling as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he he recognizes that stuff. Yeah. Um, let's talk about War Games, Steve. War Games. I know War Games just happened on Saturday, but uh, we got some fallout here from War Games. Fightful Select reporting that Roman Reigns was, quote, visibly upset after the Survivor Series main event, specifically about a spot within the match. According to Fightful, that spot that Roman took issue with, with was an unplanned one between himself and Kevin Owens. And when Reigns returned backstage following War Games, he, quote, mentioned possibly having a ruptured eardrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Reigns voiced his displeasure about this unplanned spot, uh, so- sources backstage and WB told Fifle they didn't expect this to lead to any heat between Reigns and Owens, and that they quote are expected to, th- or sorry, expected the two to be able to coexist for work purposes. What a bummer! I was really hoping to use the thumbnail with Roman and Kevin Owens backstage heat, you know, and then fire a fire background. It's yeah. rare that I bust out the fire background, but I'll do it. Well, when there's heat I'll involved, you'll, you'll do it for sure. Yeah, of course, man. When there's talk heat. of heat. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, yeah, I went back and watched this just out of curiosity. Look, I, I, this is probably much ado about nothing. They'll probably settle down. And everything will be fine. Probably It's probably already been squashed if there is any you know heat. Uh, but uh, I went back and watched just for out of curiosity's mm-hmm. sake. And it made, it made me wonder, you know, there was a spot where Kevin Owens just slapped the living shit out of Roman Reigns. The first time they really squared off. And after that, Roman was like ah, doing yeah. this shit with the jaw, you know, yeah, trying to, try to ah, unpop, the, unpop the ear. Yeah, yeah right. And uh, <laughs> and like after he slapped him, Roman slaps him back and they start hockey fighting. And I wonder if the hockey fighting, maybe they that that's like the unplanned or the the bit the slap was unplanned. Yeah, and they were supposed to hockey fight, just get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that was it. I don't know. Well, here's the thing about Roman is sometimes when he gets hit though, and especially in the face, he does that. He'll sell and do this. Yeah, right. Yeah, he does that. He yeah. does that sometimes. So him yeah. doing that is not out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but that I, was it. Was literally the only well, thing yeah. they did. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, th- beyond that, like there was the table bit. But how is that going to be? Um, hey, let's let's do a table spot. It's like, come on, that has to be planned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? knows? Who knows? But yeah, you know, they're two professionals. <clears throat> You'd expect this to get worked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. We saw Kevin Owens on we Raw did. last night, and uh, he basically uh, had a bit of a, a bestie breakup. Yeah, he says, "Hey, man, you know what? We have been up and down the road together. We've been feuding. We've been best friends. Our careers have been linked, and I'm done with it." He says, "I don't blame you for what you did at War Games. I'm cool with it. I've turned, I've, I've turned on you a million times, but I'm just over it. I'm done with it." He says, "But here's a little parting word for you. Word of advice." That's not your family, and you're not blood, and they're going to turn on you. Mark my words. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Jay said, "No, no, no, no. He's family. He's blood. You know, I got this." Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they had a terrific match for the main event. But you know, I had sort of said this is a possibility. Kevin Owens, this dude has turned on Sami Zayn a million times. He has no leg to stand on. Yeah, and and he's still in the middle of this sort of seemingly years long. Uh, a quest to to rebuild his reputation, and he's being and his character has been quite reflective mm-hmm. in that time. Mm-hmm. And seeing what Sammy did to him, understanding, hey, I've done the same thing. Number one, it's great for for you know developing character, which Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, oh, has yeah. always been really good at. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also paves the way for why would Kevin Owens team up with Sammy now? Because to- that's totally going to happen. Why would he team up with him? No, we see it now. He doesn't blame Sammy. And in fact, we all kind of know, hey, you can say I'm breaking up with you, but you're going to be there to catch him when shit goes down. Yeah. And this is laying the groundwork for that. Yep. Yep. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, and I thought Sammy sold the, the the whole thing really well from the second Kevin Owens walked out to the ramp till the, the moment where he responds to Kevin Owens essentially saying, I, I, I'm done with you. Don't want to be around you. And the emotion that Sammy was pouring out both Oh man! Heartbroken yeah. and to an extent defiant, mm-hmm. uh, simultaneously um, was really well done. Um, you felt for the guy, 
he's put himself in a situation where where he he feels like he belongs, but at the same time he doesn't want to necessarily lose what he had, but he understands that he has to. Mm-hmm, yeah, and yeah. It, it it breaks his heart, but he kind of feels like it's a necessary thing for him. And and Sammy mm-hmm. from the very beginning has done an excellent job communicating mm-hmm. the subtext of so much of 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 the story. Um, yeah, it, it 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 was another fantastic segment with Sammy and the Bloodline and Kevin Owens, and like every week, any sort of Sammy Bloodline uh, segment is must watch TV. It is. Did they mention? So I thought I remembered this. I don't notice it. Um, in the notes, but it was kind of a throwaway thing. I think it was actually just an advertisement for this week's SmackDown. Did they say something about like a bloodline celebration of some sort? Oh, did I you, didn't did you, Do you remember that? Okay. Um, I know they did like an ad for SmackDown and maybe it was just a generic, the bloodline's going to be there to talk about their win at war games, which is kind of an obvious thing to preview to preview anyways i know yeah. roman's out most of the time but um but and you know maybe try to wonder. find any hint of when they're gonna they're gonna give sammy the boot yeah yeah although somebody in in i think oh god maybe it was in our comments or the wrestle juice comments i forget what was saying like and i don't know what day of the week smackdown falls on in uh, late december but like whatever christmas themed episode they do like hope not a taped one but one like that's live and maybe right before the holidays. So they, the 23rd is a Friday. That's two days before Christmas. That's probably going to be live then. Could be. That that would actually be perfect. Could you imagine them doing that to Sammy at Christmas time? Ooh. Oh, wow. That would be that would be pretty rough. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I, they're, they're laying all the groundwork now. It seems pretty clear that that it's uh, that they're going ahead with all this stuff yeah. sooner than later. Um, also let's talk about this, a feud over or no, or yes or no, because, uh, the OC and the judgment day, you know, former bullet club leaders, of course, everybody wants to see this stuff. It's been going on for a little while. Now we had the solo match at survivor series. And then we had where AJ won, the OC got the win. And then we had a match on raw. Well, AJ said, clearly this needs to be done tonight. We're finishing it. Yeah. And I don't know if Corey Graves was uh, was was just sort of throwing this out there, but at the end of that match, he said, "This is the end of the OC versus the Judgment Day, or is it just the beginning?" I wonder. I wonder if Triple H got in his ear. No, don't say that. What, what was that? No. So I'm assuming that was just Graves leaving it open in yeah. case maybe he just doesn't know. But it seemed when AJ's promo seemed to be definitive, this is it, right? This has got to be it. I know. It, it definitely would seem to be it just based on that AJ saying that plus the Judgment Day uh, went over here. You know, Triple H really likes Finn Balor, really likes mm-hmm. Rhea, really likes Damian Priest. I like that finish too because, the you know, the entire thing started out as a singles match between Rhea and Mia Yim. And then, you and know, then the, the finish, finish of the of it, match. Yeah. Yeah, we got to see that conclusion. That was a very clever little bit of booking there because it's like, oh no, I want to see this. Well, we got to see it, kind of. We did. Yeah. Um, we did. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I I would assume that's the you know I, th- this is a good point. Twinewinder in our Twitch chat says AJ has to catch a plane to Japan. Maybe uh, Carl Anderson and, and the OC they're going to go do a quick tour of uh, of Japan. Oh, meantime. maybe some road two know. shows. Maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And do some road to shows. do some road to Wrestle Kingdom shows. <laughs> exactly, it's a little early for that. Yeah. I think it's tag league season right now. So, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally is. Uh, then we had another potential blow off. Uh, we had Dexter Loomis defeat The Miz, thus earning a WWE yeah. contract and getting a giant uh, Louis Vuitton bag full of money. Fancy bag of money, which he was doling out to select kids, not mm-hmm. all the kids. Mm-hmm. Some of those kids didn't get some of the money. You know, they had their hands out. Some of those. <laughs> Some of those sweaty ass WWE fans had their hands out too. <laughs> They're like, "Come on, Dexter, give me some of that money. Come on, man!" And he's like, gives it to a kid next to him. Well, come on. Uh, yeah, God, I hope this is the blow off. I mean, they had a vice grip on on dude's head. I know, I know. Uh, he was unfazed be... by it though. That was hilarious, man. What's the first thing you think of when you think of a vice grip on somebody's head, Larson? Metal shop class. Did somebody do that in Metal Shop? No, class? I just I put think something it, in I a, think a casino. You don't think a casino? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot oh, about that. Oh, uh, that was honestly up there with RoboCop getting shot up in terms of like me being shocked by violence. Really? The eye popping out. Oh, my God. Oh, that was. And then Pesci just making fun of, oh, you just lost your eye. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was rough. Luckily, Dexter Loomis's eye didn't pop out. Uh, Miz, uh, you know, try as he may. I mean, he had a bad hand. Miz did, or he claimed to, maybe he couldn't tighten the uh, the vice. Saved me from reliving trauma memories from it's when I was eye popping out. That came out in '95, so I was already I don't know whatever I was. You would have been seventeen, in, I yeah, guess. something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while Still. since I've seen that movie. I mean, it's just like Goodfellas in Vegas, basically. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, still yeah. good because Goodfellas is a great yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. That's it's kinda, like three I, hours too. It's like really long. It is. I mean, it's not like Goodfellas is a short movie. It's like two and a half. Yeah, but two and a half. That's like the limit. You know, Irishman is like three and a three and a half. Yeah, I haven't. I still haven't found the time to watch that. It's good in chapters. I want to watch. Watch it. like yeah, yeah. It's solid. It's just it's a greatest hits type thing. It doesn't bring anything new, but you could tell they're all having fun. And the de aging technology is a bit much. Yeah, this guy looks better than uh, than bad. Tron Legacy. Oh, that's a classic right there, man. Uh, also want to give a quick shout out to our new note taker. Yes. Um, Chris, what's his last name? I'm not going to give his last name. We'll just call him uh, Chris the note taker. <laughs> and maybe he doesn't want his last name out there. I don't know. We'll ask him. Uh, Big Chris. We have our own scripts, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> we have a scribe we, that works. We have our head. own scripts. Exactly. Scripts. Yeah. So that you. So let me ask this before we get started. Did you find your experience to be a bit different now that you were oh, relieved of, of the note? Oh, wow. I mean, so raw, this is the best raw in 30 years. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I mean, it was a situation where it was I would follow along with yeah. the notes, add little details that I thought were. Hey, interesting. Chris is in chat here. He's in our YouTube chat. Oh, hello. So, is is it a hard G or a soft G? Is it Jerix or Garrix, Chris? Uh, so I'm sorry, I, I interrupt you. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying it's, it's a situation where I was watching the show, I was following along with the notes to so something that I wanted to add in there. I just I just, I just put it in there. You put it in there. You Rather than have there. to do the whole thing. So Chris Chris did an awesome job. Oh, Thank terrific. you so much. Um, yeah. Detailed, thorough, uh, uh, far fewer gr- points. Gr- grammatical errors than I would include. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much, Chris. Garrix. Chris Garrix. Sounds like an action here. Chris Garrix. Yeah. At your service. Yeah, bullet points. It wasn't like the mass of caps that, you know, your notes typically are just the scrawlings of a madman. Yeah. I like I like <laughs> berating myself and you with my notes. But it's all caps, bullet points. <laughs> like points of view changing through in the sentence. 
Right. Yeah. Sometimes, like It'd you be know, first like, person, then then you know, second person. Yeah. And then Miz came out and he attacked Miz. You know, yeah. it's weird stuff like that. It's weird raw gate <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> raw gate stuff. <laughs> oh man. So thank uh, you very much, Chris. Awesome. Thanks, awesome, Chris. He awesome, says awesome, he says awesome. glad to help. He says I love Crips though. That's he wants his name to be Crips. That we have that might be problematic because there's a gang called the Crips. Yeah. So we're gonna have to find a different name for you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, Raw uh, started with a Bloodline video package. We had all the stuff that happened at War Games. Uh, we see the Bloodline. They're walking backstage. Happy as can be. Hey, I'm getting along with you. You're getting along with me. They're trucking right along, man. Uh, so anyways, Becky Lynch opens up Raw with a promo. Uh, she, says, uh, uh, she says, the man has come around to Norfolk. She says, it feels so good to be back and say welcome to Raw. Uh, they're all really into her. It was a really good crowd. Last, it was actually a really good crowd last it night. It was a good crowd last night. Uh, and then she says, the man of the people should be with the people. So she opts the barrier and she, go, she goes up into the into the sweaty WWE universe. And then we get the tale of two fans, Larson. Yes. We have Bobby and then we have Zachary. <sighs> and oh, Bobby, Zach. here's, in, my, in my experience, in my experience, I was, I was texting dope about this you can never go wrong with and i'm going to call him the enforcer prototype mm -hmm. okay because they're always tall big nerds right usually with like a beard and in this case dude had like an x-men uh hoodie on right yeah. a bright yellow one yeah i've i've known so many of these types and almost every time they're lovely people they're absolutely lovely bobby last night seemed like a lovely guy and becky gave him the 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 shoulder lean and and then she tried to mix it up a little bit and she went over to Zachary. <laughs> Zachary was drunk. Yes. Or if he wasn't, he sure actually was like because she was like, hey, what's your name? Bobby. She's like, oh, I love Bobby. Bobby's great. He's got an X-Men hoodie. And then she goes to Zachary, what's your name? Zachary. <laughs> And you could tell he didn't he didn't reach out to her, but you could look at his eyes. You could tell he wanted to. <laughs> well, Maggie has it right. Bobby respected Becky's personal space. Yes, exactly. Zach did not. Yeah. Zach did not. And so she hovered a bit closer to Bobby, who is perfectly uh, into the spirit of things and appropriate. Like even when Bailey came out, uh, you know, she was like, Bobby, what should I do? And Bobby says, you should kick her butt. He didn't say ass. He didn't say yeah. anything that might cross standards. He said, you should kick her butt, which is totally appropriate for this show. I don't know what Zachary would have said, but I can guarantee it wouldn't have been appropriate, Larson. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So anyways, uh, yeah, she goes out there. She chats up Bobby a little bit. Bobby gets a chant. She says, after four months on the bench, coming back at War Games is the most brutal way to come back, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, that's when she talks to Zach very briefly. Uh, and then uh, she says, the industry has changed since I left. People came back and people debuted. And I want to slap the head off all of them. And then we get Bailey. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, go ahead. Bailey walks out uh, with damage control. No, sorry, not with damage control, just Bailey. And uh, Becky sings, here she comes to ruin my day. Yeah. So Bailey says, uh, I thought you returned. It felt a little humbled sitting out here with the peasants. You go on and on. Why don't you shut up? You talk about how you put your body in line for these people. What have I been doing for the last four months? And uh, Bailey continues, I get no respect for four months, and you have one ma match, and you all love her. 
Bailey says, ladder match, last woman standing, war games. You idiots have no appreciation for your role model. And Becky goes, hey, don't call Bob a peasant. Um, and then uh, Bailey says, well, Bob sucks. And Becky says, you know, uh, you know the reason people here don't re- appreciate you? It's because you kept losing, and you're a loser. Uh, you thought this ended at war games, but I could still come down here and fight. So uh, Bailey or Becky is about to make her way down towards the ring, and then she noticed something behind her. It's mm. damage control. It's yeah. Dakota and EO. So they brawl in the aisle in the crowd. Uh, they end up going up into like the concourse uh, merch area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then they're all attacking her. They go to the merch area. Merch is getting thrown around. Tables are mm. dumped over. Uh, money in the bank lunchbox is busted over somebody's back. Do you think? Do you think that like Triple H has maybe like uh, some sort of like treatment template that he uses that he like you know he says okay this is what I'm going to go to every time and on every treatment it opens like the first thing it just says brawl oh pull apart brawl yeah <laughs> pull yeah. apart brawl. because then security comes and breaks it up yeah <laughs> it breaks it up exactly um, so uh, anyways after that we get a nice violent night sponsored video package uh, while commentary talks uh, the OC and Judgment Day. Um, and then we get what's supposed to be Rhea Ripley versus uh, Mia Yim. And uh, they actually do quite a bit in this match. Uh, but at a certain point, uh, because Dom had come out with uh, with Rhea, uh, let's see here. So uh, he stops Mia from hitting a dive. And, uh, and then uh, he gets brought into the ring for doing that. So mm-hmm. Rhea takes uh, Mia out. And then AJ comes out. And he dives into the ring because Dom's just chilling in the ring there. He's just standing there for some reason. He's just standing there. Ref's not doing anything about it. So AJ's like, well, I'm going to do something about this. So then AJ comes in. And then they just sort of, I think because, like, they ended up toppling over, like, Rhea and Mia. Yeah. The ref was like, okay, that's good. That's a DQ. If they hadn't touched him, maybe they just would Oh, I felt like the ref was already calling for the bell before before (laughs) AJ tackles Dom into Rhea. As soon as Dom wouldn't leave the ring, the, you're right. The ref was probably getting hot. For well, as soon that. as AJ got in the ring, I felt like the ref was calling for the bell. I guess he kind of saw where this was going. And was like, all right, I'm gonna get ahead of this. Ring the bell so I can be uh, proactive and try to break this up. So that brings out Judgment Day from the crowd. They take out AJ. The OC come out. Camera misses uh, Luke Gallows running, which is my favorite thing. A big brawl breaks out. OC clears the ring. AJ gets on a mic and says, "Hey, wait, wait, where are you going? Where are you going? I thought it was over it. I thought it was over at Survivor Series, but I guess I was wrong." But it's going to end tonight. The four of us against the four of you right here on Monday Night Raw. Let's get a ref. Ref's already out there. He's already running out there. He, yeah. he bolts past the judgment day before they can accept or deny. Yeah. Uh, match so is, is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, that match is going to happen. So we get that match. First, it's just a big brawl breaks out. But then yeah. we actually get match. And because of the presence of Rhea and Mia, it becomes a mixed tag match. But I do like they got plenty of shit in on the guys as well. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. Rhea yeah. got some shots in on Anderson, and then Mia got a, a body slam uh, Finn Balor at the end. Yeah, that that, that was bit great. was great. So yeah, Carl Anderson. He was uh, he he took a lot of the isolation here. Uh, but in the end, uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson. <laughs> have uh, a priest up for a magic killer. Dom breaks that up. He sends Anderson into the post. Gallows boots Dom, and then Priest hits a south of heaven on Gallows. And then phenomenal uh, AJ hits a phenomenal forearm on Priest, and then Finn comes in and tosses AJ. So it's one after another after another. Yeah, yeah. And then it's great because Finn, who I love, is just over the top going, yeah, yeah, oh, he's, he's yeah. All over he's the all place, flexing yeah. on people. Yeah. And then Mia Yim is just sitting there behind him waiting for him to turn around. He does whoop gets a body slam. 
And then uh, she grabs Dom and then but then Rhea kicks her in the knee and then hits Riptide, which she had almost hit previous mm-hmm. uh, uh, to get the win here. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, they all hug. And then Finn goes nuts with Dom. Oh, and then that was great. I'd have figured this would be over, but then Corey Graves laid that out there. I'm like, yeah, I think he probably just misspoke, right? Maybe, like, maybe. I don't know. So what would you see after this? Like, let's say they're done. What is the only thing I could think of from Judgment Day's perspective is Finn says, yes, we we beat the OC. I want my win back over AJ Styles. Let's say they don't do that and they just keep them apart. What would you have Judgment Day do after this? Are there any other factions on Raw? They should reform the Hurt Business. That's yes. what they should do. Yes, that'd be great. Because that'd be perfect. Then they can feud with Judgment Day and they that'd can be feud with the OC. That'd be great. Yeah. OC should, uh, uh, AJ should feud with, with Roman. Oh, OC that's a good line. one. Do that. That's a good one. I wonder if that would if they if that's possible to happen on currently on the road to uh, their their to big Mania? story here. Yeah, I don't know. Probably yeah. not. It seems like they have the story beats uh, plotted out. If WrestlingNews.co is uh, is is to be believed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, then we're backstage. Street Profits arrive at the arena. Uh, Byron Saxton walks up to them for an interview. Um, so they say, uh, you know, right now, because Ford returning from injury, mm-hmm. says they feel as good as, as Saxton looks right now because he had another great-looking suit on. Mm-hmm. And so they're talking about all the stuff that's happened while they were out, Becky coming back, a variety of things. And says, well, a lot of things are going to change tonight because we're back. And that's when Chad Gable steps up, shooshes them, and it says, well, because they were about to say their catchphrase, the Street Profits were, he says, I don't want to hear that anymore. He dubs himself the best part of Monday Night Raw mm. and says, since he is the best part of Raw, he went to management, requested a match, um, Street Profits against Alpha Academy. And then Dawkins uh, calls uh, Gable short mm-hmm. or refers to him as being short and uh, says, uh, they say, we beat you before and tonight's going to be no difference because... Three profits are up. We want the smoke. They got their they got their shit in, man. You got to yeah. get your shit in. Yeah. They also uh, called a uh, uh, Gable an elf. Yeah, I don't like going to the height stuff. I don't either. Although Gable's reaction that. afterwards was kind of funny, where he says, "My name's not Jingle." Yeah, I'm he, not. No, an he's elf. great. He's great, but yeah. Um, we'll talk about more about the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy in a little bit here because they have that match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first up, we have the Usos in the ring to do a promo. Uh, <clears throat> Of course, everybody looks like they're all really happy. Um, so Jimmy says, the bloodline's now in your city. Jay says, we went to war, one of the worst we've ever been through. He says, I think I broke my hand, which is nuts 
if that actually did happen, and then he had that match later on with Kevin Owens. Well, apparently, he already had a broken wrist too. Well, that's what we had heard. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know if like you know if if this stuff if that stuff is true. Oh my God. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, something else. So he said, but we stood tall. He says for the first time ever. Jimmy says there are no cracks in the bloodline, and Kevin Owens is mad because Sammy's not his dog. He's our dog, and Sammy's very happy about this. They do the handshake. So Sammy gets on the mic, and he says, for the past six months, Jimmy, you've accepted me. You've been down since day one. It means everything to me. And then he turns his attention to Jay. He says, look, man, I know it hasn't been easy easy most of the time. You didn't trust me. You didn't like me. But at War Games, the way you accepted me into this family, the way you embraced me at the end of the match, that was oozy. He says, any business we have to handle from now on, we're on the same page. And Sammy extends his hand for a handshake. And Jay's sitting there, and he's thinking about it. He's got kind of a sly grin on his face. And then he walks over there. He slaps away the hand, and he hugs him. Big old hug. And, and then Sammy waves over to Jimmy. He's like, Jimmy, come on, come on. So they all hug. They're all hugging. And then and then they all turn to Solo, and they're like, come on, come on, get in this, get in this. And as as Chris here mentioned in the notes, it really did seem like they were simply trying to break yeah, Solo. Yeah, because they're <laughs> because really going they're overboard being, with the exuberance of trying to get him over there. And they were just, being so over the top, and he's he's a stone face as possible. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, as they're trying to do that, Kevin Owens music da, 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 hits. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then Sammy says, "Stop right there." He says, "Before you do something uh, stupid like try to fight me," Kevin Owens says, "I'm not here to fight at all. I'm out here to tell you." I totally get it. I understand why why you did what you did. How many times have I done the same thing to you? I get it. I'm not mad. I can't blame you. I'm not here to fight. He says, since Saturday, I can't help but think, but for 20 years, our careers have been linked to one another. But after Saturday, I don't want to fight you or team with you or ride together. I'm just done. I don't want anything to do with you. And Sammy, and they go on Sammy, and Sammy's emotions, I mean, his performance is absolutely great mm-hmm. in this. And he said... um, he said, it's fine. He says, I feel the same way. He says, I'm okay if we're never even in the same room. And you could tell he doesn't mean a word yes. of this stuff. Yes. He does not mean a word of it. He says, I don't need you. I have family now. And Kevin Owens says, well, I'm genuinely happy for you. He says, finally, everybody out here can finally see how great Sammy is. He says, I've known him for 20 years. And for you to get the recognition, I love it. But no matter what, remember this. You aren't their real blood and you never will be. And then Jay steps in and Jay says, you know what, man? You're just mad because you have no family. He said, if you have a problem with Sammy, you have a problem with main event Jey Uso. I mean, that pops the crowd. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Owens says, well, I got good news. He's like, I'm done with Sammy, but I'm not done with you. I'll kick your ass any day of the week. Let's meet up later tonight and see what happens. And Jay says, I pinned you at War Games, and I'll pin you tonight. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Yeah, really, it was, really it was, good it stuff. It was fantastic. So let me get a video package recapping uh, Candice LeRae getting attacked by damage control. Um, then Candace is walking backstage in the background. You see Nikki Cross kind of peeking from behind a road case. And so she walks up to Kathy Kelly, uh, asked about her match tonight against Dakota Kai. And she says, you know, I haven't been, I hadn't been on raw, raw very long and damage control came back and attacked me during that interview. And she goes, you know what? She takes the mic and says, looks into camera, says I'm Candace LeRae. And tonight I'm a, I'm taking Dakota Kai out. Mm-hmm. with intensity yeah. though so then after that we get an interview with uh, Matt Riddle and Elias uh, they're asked about teaming together Riddle says you know it feels like we've been teaming for years and it's only been a couple weeks remember that time he just recounts what happened last week and Elias goes yeah that just happened last week he says normally I'm a solo artist but I'm good as a duo as well and then Riddle suggests hey let's go for some championship gold Elias says you know what I've never won any uh, championships in WWE even though he was 24-7 champ, I think. 
So that's yeah. when the Usos step in and say, uh, you're never going to get any gold. You all are the two, where are the ones? And Elias says, put your money where your mouth is and put the titles up. And Jay says, anytime, place." And then they walk off and Solo just stares at him. Easy pickings for the Usos. Oh, here. yes. Because, I, God, I hope Elias turns on Riddle. Oh, I want to see that be guitar in- broke over Riddle's back so bad. I like. I hope he brings five guitars. Honestly, <laughs> like it's so it's so weird that like for all of Triple H's successes so far, man, Riddle is even more annoying than he was before. He's like back to like when Riddle first came to main roster and he would just rant and rant and rant. I know, it's just about not the most obnoxious that bad. Stuff, yeah, but it is. Yeah, it's 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 pretty gnarly. Uh, anyways, we had a, a tag match after that: the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academies. Um, this match was fine. They're all terrific wrestlers. We got one of those amazing uh, frog splashes. We had Montez Ford body slamming Otis. That was great. Lots of good stuff here. It's just these are two teams that, like, I really want to see them do something with them, you know, like a story of some sort. And I'm glad that they're done with, they seemingly are done with uh, Elias and, and Riddle. Um, Alpha Academy is, yeah. Alpha Academy is what I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Street Profits, I think that they're just too talented to be sticking with the same gimmick and not showing any amount besides Dawkins being in phenomenal shape because Dawkins in Ford's absence, we've all seen, has gotten a really, really good shape. And that's awesome for him putting in some really good work as a wrestler. But mm-hmm. man, they need they need a story. They need something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and I, you know, it, it, to one extent, that's one of the downsides of only having one tag champs now. Mm-hmm. Um, not, that's not to say you can't create interesting stories outside of the title picture because you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it seemed for a stretch that Street Profits were teasing some sort of heel turn that never came to fruition. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, they, I think that was one of Vince's intensity. last things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it'd be interesting to see them as heels because mm-hmm. you know I think they'd be great. They got tons of charisma, tons of personality. They could both. When they were both great yeah. talkers. When they had everybody always referencing them potentially breaking up mm-hmm. like i thought that was good it was like oh you're planting some seeds for some you know dissension and and they never followed through with it i mean I, that was around the time it was right before triple h took over so who knows how that you know played mm-hmm. into it but uh i mean i've always said that you know you've always said as well that montez could be a big star i think dawkins has plenty to offer oh yeah oh, um yeah. and i don't know like maybe given that factions are such a thing these days Maybe you craft a faction around them somehow. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what you would do with them beyond, as Mr. Dope says here, they need to change gimmicks. The Red Cups ain't doing it. It's so, it's so one-dimensional what they mm-hmm. have going on. Mm-hmm. And the, I feel like they have so, they've proven to have so much more to offer. And I really hope that is a, a focus um, that they have going forward. Yeah, hope so. Hope so. Fun match. Uh, Street Profit gets. Street Profits get the win. You mentioned uh, Ford hitting that body slam on Otis. Otis rolls out of the ring. Gable's in there. Street Profits has hit him with a bunch of double-team offense. Spine Buster, Frog Splash. Street Profits get the win. Hey, this is a cool idea. White Brownie says, pair them with Bianca, which I had thought about, and have them feud with Judgment Day. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, that'd be good. Who would be like the the counter to, to AJ? I mean, you could make it Montez, but... I'm sorry to Finn. Yeah, I mean Montez could, but the, traditionally it's a, you know it's a tag team, and then you have like yeah a singles dude, and AJ's a singles dude. 
Hmm. You know, it'd be kind of fun. Who's that? I don't know if he'd. Re- I don't know if he'd really f- like in terms of. Gargano's not doing anything now, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's. I'm just trying to think of like really good singles dude wrestlers. Yeah, and the idea of Gargano versus Finn Balor is a really cool idea. Yeah, um, I was trying to think of people that street they've established a relationship between the street profits yeah. this person, and yeah. if they hadn't booked Riddle into the ground of late. <laughs> oh yeah, Riddle yeah. would work. <laughs> oh, I I don't want to see that. <laughs> no, I don't want to see it. <laughs> but, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But here's the thing How about this commonalities. We got one married couple on raw. You got another married couple on raw. Whoop. And then doc, they can Dawkins could have fun being like the, the single guy, you know, Hey, there you go. Maybe that's it. But can't Candace and put the Garganos with the, with the Bel Airs and then, uh, and then Dawkins could be there too. All few with judgment day. All right. Yeah. That could work. I like that. that How about work. this? The, the, the Bel Airs and the Garganos are mm-hmm. all out at dinner. They have a double date. Yeah. They're like, Hey, we like each other. And then, uh, and then they see at that restaurant, which is just like an area set up backstage. Yes, of course. Uh, Rhea and Dom, <laughs> and then Rhea and Dom start chucking food at them or something. <laughs> Their feud is born. <laughs> they get the straw, makes little Dom's making little spitballs and shooting them through the straw. Finn shows up and he's got like a wig and he's their waiter. There we go. <laughs> they order their 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 meal and and Finn says. Are you fabing me, brother? Are you fabing me, brother? Like, no, we're, we just, we just, we want, we want, we want the steaks, Diane. What are you talking about, fabing me? I spit in your food. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me this now? He puts, I haven't eaten it yet. He puts a plate of food in front of him. It's like, all right, is this, is this, uh, is this uh, vegan meat or is it real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I think that's good. I think they because like. Like the Belairs are like cool and the Garganos are dorky. <laughs> yeah. And like to put them together, I think it'd be a lot of fun. You have Damien Priest come with the, the dessert tray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There it's pudding. And it's just like a tray with a bunch of pudding yeah, on it. Yeah. It's just, it's like a, a jello pudding cup just on a, on a, yeah. on a, on a saucer. <laughs> yeah, they don't exactly. even try to fancy it up. So, anyways, we get a video package for the U.S. title match at War Games. Then we have uh, Austin Theory come to the ring for a promo. He just said he's got the U.S. title on his shoulder. He says, Who's the kid now? Says all you, you, all of you wanted to hold me down and wanted to be the nail in the coffin in the end of my career. All of you said the kid had the worst cash in. That kid was stupid. Well, look who, who, who looks stupid now? I don't want to be called a kid anymore. I beat Seth and I beat Lashley at the same time, and that makes me a two-time U.S. champ. Says I'm no longer the next big that. I have arrived, and I am the now and forever of WB. I am the face of Monday Night Raw. Uh, he says since day one, everyone has had a problem with them. And the reason? Jealousy. Everybody wants to be me. All of you see the inevitable. I'm younger, stronger, better, and the inescapable in the theory era begins now. So then mm. Seth music hits. He comes to the ring. Crowd, of course, is singing along. Okay, um, but can we talk briefly about what Seth was wearing? It's amazing. <laughs> it was It was like uh, it, it was, was lace. Like, it was lace. It was sheer. Yeah. see through like he only had like a pair of basically not young boy trunks but like he had like some sort of uh it was like, like boxers on, or boxer briefs type things underneath yeah. right underneath it yeah so everything else fully exposed yeah and like the pants were like sheer and they were almost like bell bottom ish yeah. but they were also high waters yeah they were <laughs> they were it was something else oh uh, nobody else nobody else could pull this off yeah, it was pretty it was amazing. amazing so he comes to the ring theory is about to speak 
and Seth pushes his mic down and say, shut your mouth and let them sing. So the crowd starts mm-hmm. singing his song some more. So uh, Theory says, what happens when someone so young and talented and head of everyone makes the so-called once-upon-a-time undisputed future look like the past? And Seth says, you lucked your way into that title, but nothing changes. But that changes nothing. Deep down, you know, Monday Night Raw still belongs to me. And he says to Seth, Theory, before I go, I only got one thing left to say. Congratulations. And he leans right into Theory's face. Theory says, oh, don't say it. Don't you say it kid and theory just gets mad and seth says what's the matter you don't like that do you want to hit me you want to fight me you ain't gotta wait we can do it right here right now give me your best shot kid Kid. so uh theory says all right we'll fight on the champ's time and i'm not your damn kid so seth uh he's laughing theory walks up uh out of there uh, uh, uh up to the ramp um, and, uh, after that we get, uh, another edition of WWE investigates to hype up this Ms. Loomis match. It seemed to be more or less the same stuff that was in there before. Well, let's pause for a second and talk about the oh, yeah. Seth Austin stuff. Um, so they didn't really make too much of a deal about the way, besides the one throwaway line, you lucked your way into the title. So he won the title, you know, like they didn't really talk about or reference how he won it. So that's evidently not an important part of their storytelling here. Which is interesting because it's a very specific way for him to win the title. It was. Yeah. Um, You know, I liked, I mean, just presentation wise, we talked about Seth is always great. I like that theory didn't come out in his generic, in his indie gear. Yeah. Um, he was wearing like pants and like a, a jacket with no shirt and gold chain. So he looked kind of mm-hmm. cooler. He looked, I don't know. I like when they do that. Like too often Orton would show up in his trunks and a t-shirt and he looked like he just didn't have any pants. On yeah, him. I know. I can't stand that kind of shit. But then later on, like he'd wear shorts and like his hoodie. Um, and it was just a lot. Well, of at least let you know that he had pants on. I just want to know the guy, you know, it's not going to be a, <laughs> what was that dude's name in the gemstones? The, the, the weird friend. Oh, Keith. Keith, he had a shirt yeah. on. It wasn't long enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Look, there's there's two months until pay-per-view, so maybe they're going to run this feud back. Do you think, like, this is just, just like Seth acknowledging theory or, like, they're, they're going to do a match, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah Seth, he wants his title back. <laughs> yeah. He wants his um, title back. And, and, you know, I don't know if that's going to be the situation – the one-on-one match between Theory and <clears throat> Seth is going to be where we're going to really find out whether Theory lucking into wins is going to be his story. Is he going to be a ba- is he going to be a chicken shit cheating champion? I can't stand those. I really can't. I like I like when a champion like sort of if he's a good guy or a bad guy. I like the threats. The threats are the ones that succeed. Look, Seth yeah. Rollins. You know he would use Nefaria or Edge. They would use opportunistic ways to win, but they wouldn't. You know, they would always be in it. You always had the idea, oh, this guy's in it, you know? The matches that, what's his face, that Theory had with Lashley didn't help him at all. He looked like a clown pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lashley would continually just destroy Theory. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out then. I think if, if we see match after match where Theory is, is, is you know, pulling out wins mm-hmm. 
and maybe not due to any sort of a, a, a tactical approach or strategy, just kind of lucking into it. Well, that's going to be a story. It's going to be him still being arrogant and thinking, oh, since I have title, I'm a deserving champion. Yeah. You know, it's not exactly him maturing or growing. It's just, okay, I'm just more vicious, but I'm still oblivious. If he cheats, fine, because he's winning, you know, and he's finding a way to do it. Yes. I'm fine with that. Seth used to do that shit. Yeah. Edge would do that shit. But if if it's like, yeah, he flukes his way into into continually winning, that's I can't stand that. That's no, not, that's, that's like not, the cheapest heat. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah. I know. That's not, not going to get anybody over. You know, that's all. what I was talking about a couple weeks ago when when we had the new theory debut. It was like, okay, he's vicious. Well, what's beyond that? You know, is, mm, is this yeah, going right. to lead? Is he going to come to the realization that just being vicious but still arrogant and oblivious is not going to cut it? Yeah, right. You know, is he going to come to the realization that what did him in wasn't his? It wasn't wasn't a lack of a vicious streak or a lack of confidence. It was a lack of smarts. Yeah, right. And if we get to that point, then if he's if he realizes, oh, I got to be more thoughtful about this, then we're going to see him bend the rules, cheat. Mm -hmm. You know, take advantage of situations. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Remains to be seen. Quick reminder: we got four hundred people watching live on YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Just quick. Quick, quick favor to ask. Everybody smash that like button. If you're watching us live or if you're watching this on demand, VOD after the fact, do us a favor. Hit that like button. It goes a long way. It's free. It's completely free. It's easy. Smash that like button. It's a great way to help the show, though. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had the, yeah, you were mentioning the WWE investigating. It's kind of the uh, same thing as the other one. Yeah, it's like their version of 60 Minutes. So uh, after that, so Miz has a Louis Vuitton bag of money. We mentioned this earlier. He's backstage. He says, you know, my hand is re-injured. Uh, this match isn't happening. He says, competing would go against any medical professional advice. Adam Pierce shows up. This is the first time, haven't we? This is like the, one of the first times we've seen Adam Pierce in a, uh, in a role as GM in a while. Mm -hmm. So who knows if he even has the authority here, but Miz thinks he does. He comes up and he says, we know you're not hurt. And uh, and then Pierce says, no matter what, it's taking place tonight. And then Miz says, fine, but let it be known. Uh, 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 Loomis's hopes end tonight of becoming a WWE superstar uh, are over. He says, uh, you're going to be hearing from my lawyer. Yep. So even Adam Pierce is tired of this feud, man. He's like, no, no, no. We're just going to get this over tonight. With. Yeah, we're going to get it over tonight. And then he showed up also in the match. Um, we had that match. It was an anything goes match. Mm-hmm. Which, as we mentioned, as you've seen the thumbnail, if you're watching this on the uh, on the YouTube, a vice grip <clears throat> on Dexter Loomis's head, yeah. which was rather comical. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah, you come out of commercial and you see Miz tightening a vice on Loomis's head. It's not something you typically see in a, even a, a, a no DQ or false count anywhere type bout, a no rules match. And sure enough, yeah, right. Uh, that's what we got. Yeah. Um, unsurprisingly. Dexter gets the win here. He gets his contract. He gets his money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the finishing sequence? So they're uh, they're in the he corner. Just hit silence on. Yeah, Miz, Miz rips the turnbuckle <laughs> off, and yeah. eventually Dexter gets put in the turnbuckle. Miz rolls him up, gets the two, and then Miz preens the crowd and talks about the size of his front area. Says, mm -hmm. "I got big balls." Mm -hmm. Dexter gets up, silence. Miz taps. Dexter wins, so uh, he goes ringside where Adam Pierce is, signs the deal. He gets the the huge bag of money and starts walking along the ringside area and just handing out hundred dollar bills to to kids here and there, very methodically. Yes, it's like very slow. It takes out a hundred dollar bill, hands it to a kid. The kid next to him doesn't get shit. 
goes a couple people down, another kid gets a hundred dollars. That's yeah. just life, though, man. That's just life. He's yeah. teaching him something there, man. I guess so. The Miz like clobbers him on the ramp, takes the money. Even one of the kids that got a hundred dollar bill from Loomis, he goes over to him, takes the, the hundred dollar bill. Yeah. He turns around. Gargano's there with some bright red Air Max two seventies super kick mm-hmm. right in the face. He takes the the bill, gives it back to the kid, takes the bag of money, gives it to Loomis. Mm-hmm. They exchange thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now they are free of this feud. Hopefully. Although it would not surprise me to see Gargano feud uh, again with the Miz. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. Wouldn't surprise say, me. Oh, man. Wouldn't surprise no me. No way. Somebody here in chat suggested for 500 likes on the YouTube, we can uh, we can zoom in Triple H. 500 is a lot. Right now we're at 120. And there's only 390 say, people watching right now. So. There's only 390. Yeah, I don't think the math adds up on that. Yeah. What what, what 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 what's your what's your number? You got a number? 300. Oof, that's a lot. If we get to 300 likes, we got Triple H. Sure. This. All right. Well, good luck with that. Everybody on Twitch better head over to YouTube and start hitting that like button. Uh, because yeah, we have an NXT tonight. Oh god, we gotta watch NXT again tonight. Um. Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae open up the oh. uh, third hour. Hell of a and this match was a banger. Oh, Hell my God, bell. this match was good. Holy Hell crap, that bit where the, uh, the the DDT thing on the apron. Oh, my God. There was a couple of moments here during the war zone. Me and, of course, were watching. I stopped and just like, oh, my God. Because that's what this match was. Oh, my it God. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Candice gets the win. Uh, finishing sequence. Saw Dakota hit a pump kick. Uh, looks for another kick. Candace avoids that. Rolls her up. Gets to two. Um, bunch of exchanging of kicks. Uh, Candace with drop kick. Looking for a line. Salt misses that. Dakota hits a scorpion kick. And then a detonation kick. Two count. Uh, then Dakota puts Candace on the top rope. Uh, Candace eventually uh, uh, fights her off while Dakota's looking for a superplex. She hits her finish. That swinging neck breaker off the second rope to get the win. Mm-hmm. Um, be interested to see if this is a, uh, a, a the, the start of a sustained push for Candice LeRae. I hope so. I mean, I think she could if if they have her feud with uh, Nikki Cross, which seems to be the indication from what mm-hmm. we saw earlier. Um, I mean, that's a Nikki Cross is the type who she doesn't need to rack up wins. You know, she needs to be viewed of as a threat, as a crazy person who gets her wins morally. <laughs> and not well, not she's by an agent of somebody. chaos. So the more chaos she sows, that's more victories for her. Yes, doesn't fit into the win loss scenario no. necessarily. And so uh, Candace can come out on the on the top end of that. Look, man, you keep on putting on matches like this. And Nikki Cross is the kind of person who could put on those matches mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, they're so loaded. You need that mid card title. You, they have to do that. I'd be kind of shocked if they didn't at some point next year to be honest with you yeah it makes a lot of sense it just it makes too much sense Uh, so after that we have bloodline backstage and uh sammy and jimmy are hyping up jay as he's doing some push-ups in advance of his match against kevin owens you got a war games video if he's got a broken wrist that's tough to be doing push-ups man i know or a busted hand again i think that they're just saying that to get to to find out Corey graves is like look at look at jay's hand it's all bruised up Looked, you think Corey's a little swollen? Corey's leaking info, dude. Yeah, Could be. probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah. yeah, we have the War Games video package, and then we get an interview with Oscar, Bianca, and Alexa. Alexa mm-hmm. is completely and totally checked out. 
Mm-hmm. And they get the little Bray graphic on the monitor behind her. So uh, Bianca is asked, you know, how do they feel? And Bianca says, you know, physically we've been better, but mentally glad this is over with. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I've been holding the division down. Uh, in the damage control, tried to take control. I was the one who made the call to Becky. And every plan the damage control had backfired. We all came together in the end. Um, and then uh, I can't remember exactly what Kathy asked next, but Oscar responded. Then she puts the mic over to Alexa, and Alexa's she just silent. checked out. Just, She's checked out the yeah. entire time. And then she kind of comes to and says, "Oh yeah, yeah, uh, uh, it, uh, Bianca was right to to, to call." Becky, that was a great call. They had done the. Uh, I'm sorry, I was looking. Yeah, at the, the Bray, right now. the Bray thing. Yeah, yeah, they had done the Bray thing. So that's uh, happening at some point. I, I, dude, I love that kind of shit, man. Because who knows when that's going to pay off? But man, and who knows what the payoff's going to be? I know exactly. Yeah. Um. And then we had our main event. Another main event: Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens again. Just really, really good stuff. Um, and, uh, and kind of, am I, am I mistaken, but did everybody in the bloodline participate in this match besides Sami Zayn? Like everybody was getting up on the apron and trying to, trying to distract and stuff. And Sammy looked like he was just worried. Like he was just down there and he was just freaking out the emotionally. He was obviously highly yeah, yeah, invested yeah. in this match, but like, I feel like the bloodline, like everybody was doing stuff, um, to like actively, Try to help Jay, but I didn't notice. Or am I wrong about that? Um, I don't recall. There's not a whole lot of things in the. In... I'm looking at the notes right now because I swear everybody was like getting on aprons and stuff. Yeah, I don't recall. I remember uh, 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 Jay was doling out like half a dozen super kicks, and none of them were keeping Kevin Owens down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, because yeah, because enforcer this, yeah. Mr. Dope says uh, you're right. Because Solo, yeah, Solo. Uh, uh, so yeah. Jay and him are slugging it out. Solo wipes him out on the apron. At some yeah, point, Solo Jimmy had gotten up yeah. on the apron and he had tried, and and Sammy was just down there like fretting. He was mm-hmm. pearl clutching. So, anyways, in the end, Jay misses a splash. Kevin Owens hits a stunner. Stunner gets it for three, and then your winner is Kevin Owens, and he immediately gets out of there. And then, like, they had seconds to spare because he got out of there, and then the trademark showed up, and they were mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's how it ended there. So, yeah. Yeah. Not looking great for the bloodline whenever nope. Roman. You know, and if if the breakup between Sammy and the bloodline is going to happen soon, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens after the match between Roman and, and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Either because Sammy tries to help but doesn't, or doesn't do anything mm-hmm, yeah you know he's so emotionally overwhelmed by everything that's going on he just he can't act he's paralyzed yeah 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 exactly to, you know at least act to benefit roman mm-hmm. roman sees that as indication that a turn is imminent mm-hmm. gives him the boot yeah no absolutely uh we have some questions here to be answered on the patreon patreon.com forward slash Stephen Lars. another great way to help support going in raw. We offer up question threads for all the recap episodes Mm -hmm. and uh, bonus content this Thursday. We're going to be doing a, a, an episode of overrun after taking a week off for the holidays. We're going to be doing a numbers. Don't lie segment with Dolph Ziggler. You can vote on that now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I don't know what we have planned for the actual episode, but 
uh, it should be a good one. We're going to either do It'll be something tier fun. ranking or we'll do some AI art. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I got to figure out like the, the, the details of that. So I don't know if we're going to do that this week, but uh, should be good regardless. Uh, but yeah, no, we got these recap question threads. We're going to start off. And by the way, if you're in the YouTube and uh, you got a question for us, like new channel member WTM says, uh, uh, Owens, another way to get the bonus content by becoming a YouTube channel member. Indeed. Says, uh, Kevin Owens has been owning it for the last two years. You think he'll have a top belt title run again? I think he will. I don't know when it's going to be, but he's one of Triple H's favorites. So yes. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, Luis Areza says, what's the worst named finisher? Ooh, I feel like that's an easy one. The worst named finisher. Should the leg drop, given how powerful it has been in the past, have a different name? Than just leg not, drop? A not so literal name. Probably. Hmm. Oh, Nick has a good point here. The O-Face. To go from the eclipse to the O face, which is a reference to the movie Office Space. Yeah. When a person's having an orgasm. It's such a great move, though. It's an amazing move, and that is a terrible name. I remember when I heard that, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a really good move, though. Yeah, it is. It is really good. Wow, Maggie doesn't like the manhandle slam. You know what manhandle slam sounds like? A Denny's meal. Mm-hmm. It does. Sounds delicious, by the way. That does sound good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Nikhil asks, which month before Mania is the ideal time for the bloodline to turn on Sammy? That would have to be the month of February. After, wait, what's, what, what's the question? What's, what month before Mania is the ideal time for the bloodline to turn on Sammy? In between the Rumble and the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, so February. Um, I'm going to say December 23rd. Uh, Rich says, uh, Kevin Owens said, I never want to team with you again. So when Sammy gets booted from the bloodline, will he have to beg Owens for forgiveness or will Kevin Owens join Sammy willingly? You know, he's family. And I know he says, I don't want to be, he, he, Kevin Owens is speaking out of, out of hurt. being hurt. Yeah. Out of emotion. When you see Sammy getting annihilated by the bloodline, maybe Can't busted open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'll be the first one to run out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can't quit you, man. Uh, Dave Matushek, since Alexa's possibly on the verge of going back to Bray, will WWE be allowed to ditch Lily the doll so that Bliss can be properly spooky? She still has it, but it hasn't been featuring prominently. Mm -hmm. Like I think mm -hmm. it's just the big AR renders there, and I think, I think sometimes so. she like, brings I don't think it she, with her. Yeah, I don't remember her carrying it a whole lot. I don't, she didn't have it at Survivor Series. <laughs> I don't remember that either, no. And her, her gear was actually a pretty big departure from what she's been doing lately. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if maybe on the down low they've gotten rid of it. I don't know. Maybe. We'll find out next maybe. time she wrestles. But yeah. I hope they get rid of it, yeah. Uh, frozen tape, I think we kind of talked about this yesterday. Uh, do you ever see the bloodline breaking up fully, and where would each member go? I After they lose their titles, there, there, there won't be a bloodline anymore, at least as it's currently constituted. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think they're all going to do their own thing, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Cameron Bartolazzo, if you could add anyone to any faction in any promotion like Sammy to the bloodline uh, to freshen them up, who would you choose? 
All right, let's say, oh, I've sort of mentioned this before. Put the Hurt Business back together, keep Amos with MVP. Yeah. Amos in the bloodline. I think he offers something different than everybody else does. So that's what that's my answer. Uh, add House of Torture to Judgment Day. Wow. That's I think a, that'd be that's really a, good. It's like more people in House of Torture than are in Judgment Day, I think. Or same. Or at least evil uh, show. Dick and, Togo. Yeah, Dick Togo. Okay. All right. I like that. That's good. Um, Naomi to the bloodline. It's kind of an obvious one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I like, I've always liked that idea. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really cool. And then, of course, we mentioned they're forming a new faction. The Garganos, the Belairs, Dawkins. New faction. What are they going to be called? Well, I mean, if it all if the Genesis is is like a, a, a double date, and they call it their faction is a dinner date. <laughs> dinner date. It was like it's like a single use name. <laughs> That's good. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it is awful. It is terrible. I don't want to say that though. Uh, let's see. I'm not. I'm, I can't. I can't drudge up some puns right now. Uh, let's see here. Mm, the yellow flash. Kevin Owens has always betrayed Sammy. Why should anybody believe this time around? He won't end up doing the same thing. There's nothing to betray. Yeah. They're apart. They're done. The only way mm-hmm. you can betray him now is by saying, I do want to be with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin here says, as someone who came back to wrestling just a couple months ago, what's the best way to split the titles back up? Do they have an authority figure split them? The draft could the mania match be a triple threat, or even four men where there are two falls. Um, so he says he points out I'm not aware of how these things have been done prior. So I, they did it at WrestleMania one year when I think Angle had both the European and Intercontinental Championships. Yeah, it, was, it was one fall for each title. Yeah, it was a triple threat, one fall for each title, and they split them that way. Um, um, one they've time done they it, wanted they've a new done belt, so they just gave one to Triple H. Just gave it to him. <laughs> Which was a brand split. Yeah. They, yep. they did it because Lesnar went to SmackDown exclusively, and then Raw was left without a champion. Yeah. And so Bischoff just dusted off the big gold belt, and he was like, here, you take this. Here, Triple H. Because Triple H basically was running things back then as well. Um, so <clears throat> they can do it that way. My personal thought is you don't I, – I think it's uh, – this sounds maybe silly to say, but I think – I, I've never liked the idea of Roman loses one of the titles in a match that he doesn't lose it. You know, like, oh, somebody else pins somebody else, so he loses one of his titles. I've never liked that, and I wouldn't do it that way. I would do a draft, solidify the brands as being split, um, and just have the authority say, Roman, you've you've unified these titles, so you get... A, a melded together title mm-hmm. and then I don't know the WWE title goes back over to, to I don't know I don't know Roman you keep yeah. universal and then whatever I think I don't splitting know. them on, on via the draft is probably the best route to go. I think that's probably the way to go because it's it's like mm-hmm. out of his control it's mm-hmm. a, it's a larger governmental body if you will doing it you've proven everything there is to prove but we're splitting the brands this brand needs a top title, so mm-hmm. WWE lineage title goes back there. Yep. Uh, 
That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, Lord Ziffer, not Raw related, but are there plans for the Going In Raw team to head to the Revolution pay-per-view for a friendo meetup in March? Uh, the Dynamite after, we've before. got tickets before. for that. Before. Sorry, the Dynamite before, we've got yeah. tickets for that. March 3rd or whatever. March 1st. So March 1st, <laughs> thank you. Uh, 3rd is, no. When is 3rd is Rampage and 4th would be... Rampage, uh, there we go. Either 4th or 5th would be uh, Revolution. So uh, the 1st of March... Uh, we're going to be doing a friendo meetup at that dynamite. Yes, Cow Palace. At the Cow Palace, yeah. So be there. Uh, Patrick Sparks, what match would you like to see take up the last hour of Raw? Let's, t- let's take Gauntlet match out of it because we've seen that. We've seen it take, over, uh, take up about two hours of a Raw before. Iron Man match. Gargano. AJ Styles. Iron Survivor Challenge. Good lord! What are they doing tonight on NXT? It's like uh, oh, they we only they're, have... they're picking people that are going to be in it. They got like five Hall of Famers yeah, coming back. Yeah. So Shawn Michaels, Road Dog, Medusa. Who else? Oh, Medusa's going to be there. That's cool. Molly Holly. Oh, neat. Um, I don't know who else. Iron Sheik. We only got to 170 likes. No Triple H today. Sorry, everybody. Oh, X-Pac? Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. So it's just, it's like four Hall of Famers and Road Dog, really. Well, Road Dog's a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's I understand that, technically, yes. Yeah. Four people I consider Hall of Famers and, and Road, then Road Dog. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have expanded on that. <clears throat> yeah, Mayor of Planet Houston has it right. Old people explaining confusing rules. <laughs> oh, no, that's going to be a mess. All right, so all right, so here's the deal. <laughs> um, five people come out. No, you're wrong immediately. <laughs> so wait, one person comes out every five minutes. So the person who comes out last is at a huge disadvantage. Yep, you got that right. <laughs> then we got a cage. We got a oh, we got a penalty man. box. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds horrible. Oh, you didn't know? No, I don't. I have no idea how this is going to work. Just a, a, a bunch of text on he the says, screen. Well, your ass better call somebody. Well, you're here. You work here. Tell me the rules. <laughs> Who am I going to call? Paul? Oh, He's busy. I don't know. Oh, man. What a mess. Those poor refs. I'm going to have to do oh, that be so much confusion. It's going to be really confusing. What do I do? No, you go in the cage now. Why? <laughs> Why? What did I do? I want to win the match. You, you took a pin. <laughs> you're not I, supposed to do that <laughs> well then do I lose <laughs> no you're just in the penalty box for 90 seconds do I get to go okay, back cool. yes can no. I pin somebody yes what happens to them they go in the penalty box but I don't go in the penalty box no no you come out <clears throat> oh my goodness anyways that's going to do it for the show today thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it we'll be back uh, tomorrow it's Wednesday so mm-hmm. we've got uh, Dynamite our review for that live. Correct. And then, uh, yeah, then we go from there. All right, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do 
is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.